0: Today, I thought we would take a look at the world of baseball, and one of its most prolific players. The Sultan of Swat, the King of Crash, the Colossus of Clout, the Colossus of Clout, the Great Bambino. That's right, the one and only Babe Ruth. We have talked about baseball before and have even mentioned Ruth, but what makes today's topic all about him? I mean, it's not his birthday or his death day, so what is it? Babe Ruth was born George Herman Ruth Jr. February 6, 1895 in Baltimore, Maryland to parents Kate and George Sr. He was one of eight born to the couple and one of only two to survive infancy. His parents sent him to St. Mary's Industrial School for Boys, a Catholic school, when he was seven after the youthful Ruth proved to be growing more and more of a handful. He would often be caught wandering dockyards, drinking, chewing tobacco, and taunting police. Ruth would end up spending the next twelve years at the school and would meet and befriend a monk, Brother Matthias, who would become a father figure to him after his own father had died. Apparently, he became a ward of the school upon his mother's death in 1902. It was at this school that Ruth first achieved the status of local celebrity as something of a baseball player. He signed a contract to play for Baltimore in 1914 for an impressive, at the time, $600. It was also this same year that Ruth's performance on field was so impressive that Jack Dunn, the owner of the Baltimore team, sold Ruth to the Boston Red Sox, and also the same year that he married Helen Woodford. As part of the Red Sox, Ruth became an excellent pitcher. Between 1915 and 1919, he'd led the team to 87 wins, including two World Series wins. He even earned a run average of 2.16, and I don't know if that's good or not. Somebody tell me in the comments. He hit 29 home runs in 1919 and in a move that was purely money-related, was sold to the New York Yankees in 1920. I say it was money-related and here's why. The trade was made by Harry Frizee for $125,000 and $300,000 in loans that he supposedly used to finance Broadway productions. The Yankees agreed to pay Ruth $10,000 a year, but Ruth demanded more and a new contract was negotiated, earning him $52,000 by 1922. This proved to be a good decision on the Yankees' part, though, and in 1920, Ruth hit 54 home runs, and in 1921, he hit 59. By 1923, the newly built house that Ruth built, Yankee Stadium, was opened. It's here that his career took a bit of a dive, and after the death of his wife Helen and his new marriage to Claire Hodgson, both in 1925, he soon began to return to form and became the player that he is remembered for today. By 1927, he was making an unimaginable $70,000 and hit 60 home runs, a record that stood until Roger Maris and the 1961 baseball season it was also this team that is often cited as the greatest to ever play the game. When you think about Babe Ruth, you are probably thinking about when, while being heckled by the crowd, he went out, called his shot, pointing his finger out towards center field, then swung, hitting a home run out to that center field bleacher. Well, that happened during the World Series of 1932, and although there is some debate about it all, it remains one of baseball's great stories. So let's skip ahead a bit. His playing once again began to slide, and in 1935, he found himself in Boston, this time for the Braves. Legend has it he played for the team so that he could manage them the following year, but it was not to be. He would go on to retire that same year, but would return to baseball in 1938 as the coach, For the Brooklyn Dodgers. Ruth was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1936 and was one of the first five players to do so. In 1946, it was a difficult year for Ruth when, after experiencing pain in his eye and difficulty swallowing, it was determined that he had throat cancer. The year was 1947, and on this day, April 27th, the New York Yankees hosted the first National Babe Ruth Day. Babe spoke to a crowd of 60,000 at Yankee Stadium. Because cancer treatment is not what it is today, his health had greatly deteriorated to the point where Ruth appeared thin, only a fraction of his former self. Baseball commissioner Albert B. Chandler is said to have wept when visiting Ruth in the hospital. The following August, at age 53, Babe Ruth died in his sleep. For Babe Ruth Day, then and now we celebrate an American icon who had his flaws, as many of us do, but managed to teach us the importance of swinging for the fences, so to speak. Many people take this time to remember Ruth and his impact on the sport of baseball and his importance to them. So, how do you celebrate Babe Ruth Day? In the simplest way possible just by hitting some baseballs or playing a game. That's all there is. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the You audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme,